0: This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. And to me, a a sort of 21st century conservative, what jumps out is the question of how the people suddenly stop believing uh, in the absolute truth of Christianity in the West. Subscribe to the Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I really believe this is why God gave
1: us two arms—one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot.
0: Um, what? Thinna what?
1: Get drunk and yeah. I finna
0: yeet <laughs> myself off a building. That's what I feel like. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash. Here with you, happy third hour. It's Wednesday, top of our third hour here. That is. The COVID advisor Ashish Shah. He believes God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other for the COVID shot. Kane, I have two of something too.
1: (laughs) 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 I was going to say that Florida man from last segment. I have. He's only got one arm. He's only got one arm, so So. he can
0: only get the. (laughs) I don't get the flu. Every time I got the flu shot, I've gotten the flu. I'm going to tell you, I've had coronavirus. The flu is so much ridiculously worse. I can't even put into words how bad it is. I mean, I was I'm when I got the flu the last time I got the flu. It. I mean, Glenn Beck even was like, "Oh my gosh, do you need some Tamiflu?" I had a hundred and three degree fever. It, I was I could barely. I didn't. Everything hurt. Everything that touched me hurt. I just I didn't want to lay on the couch, and so I would like a Shell Silverstein character, I would slide kind of off the couch and just hang off. Everything hurt. I didn't even want to touch my phone. It was horrible. You know, with coronavirus, I had aches for the first day. I didn't really have like a lot of the, which I totally thought I would, get the respiratory stuff. I didn't have all that. Like it was so much worse with the flu. Yeah, Glenn was like, do I, I need to get you some Tamiflu. Oh my gosh. You need to keep having... Run her an ice bath. Make sure she has liquids. Because <sighs> apparently he had it really bad too, so he thought everybody was gonna die. who gets flu. But this guy, like I said, I also have two of something. See, we have also were given two hands, Kane. And on those two hands, we were given two very special digits. And I have one for Ashisha. You thought I was going to do something, didn't you? Uh, and right. I have another for, let's say, Dr. Tedros. Just saying. Yeah. See how nice they handled that? Y'all know what I mean. Y'all know. Somebody got mad at me because I said rat's backside the other day. Didn't they? <laughs> they did. You didn't think I was going to bring that up, did you? Yeah. sat in my head. Somebody got mad at me because they said it. I've told y'all before I am not big bird. I don't I don't set out to shock, but also you have to remember how I was raised and who I was raised with and how I come by it on us. So you know, when you got you got sailors in your family. <laughs> just just saying. All right, so this uh, what I don't under, the flu, the flu shot doesn't really and isn't the flu shot is only correct me if I'm wrong on this game. They don't actually know what strain is going to be the one that everybody gets, and that so they kind is of true. guess, right? That so is is, true. That, is that why some people still get it anyway?
1: That is true.
0: So how do they know what strain it's going to be? They don't care. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, they don't care. But but with the coronavirus, like if it mutates in that, then you got to do all that stuff all over again, right?
1: Yeah, you would think they would have, but they've yet to do it.
0: Guys, you got to get the shot that doesn't actually prevent infection. Does it prevent transmission? No, it doesn't at all. So it's a therapeutic. Uh, well, then why don't you just like take something that helps ease your symptoms? Ivermectin. My doctor said it can help ease symptoms. Maybe not all doctors agree, but my doctor, which I think is smarter than the average rando on Twitter, and I hands to the sky. I think it aided my symptoms. So if that's a, th- so what's you? So why not just take that? Because we don't make money off it. Gosh, stop. I mean, is that... Sometimes Occam's Razor is the most obvious, you know, the most simple answer is the most obvious answer. I know. I mean, what else is it? Like, why you don't need... uh, Just, you know, the problem is during flu season, there's two things that people don't do that aggravates me half to death. First off, if you're sick, stay home. Don't be all, well, no, I can't stay home. I have to go to... Look, I was raised by a single mother who worked three jobs. And when that woman showed up to work sick, her bosses were like, ah, go home, go home. Don't come in, go home. You can't, nobody wants to be sick and have half their workforce out. Number two, as though, apparently we didn't learn all of this enough during the pandemic, wash your hands. Wash your hands. I like give myself, or I apparently get atopic dermatitis because I wash my hands so much. Although it's less now. The crazy thing is that since the lockdown happened, I'm way less of a germaphobe out of spite. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Out of spite, I am less of a germaphobe. Although I will do my trick. If you're ever <laughs> forever in public and you shake my hand, it's not because I'm weird or anything. It's because I have a, a, a Clorox or a wet wipe in my pocket. So you'll always... It's a trick that I have because I would go to events and I would always get, like, strep throat or I'd get the cold or a cold or something going to all these different things. And it's not because I think that you're dirty. It's just a lot of people together freak me out with germs. Not as much, though. You know what, Kane? You know what I did? The last two things that I did didn't even have one in my pocket. Yeah. I was like, let me touch your baby, too. Let me touch your hands. Let me touch your face. Out of spite because of lockdown. Let me touch your snotty kid. If you got a kid's coffin? Let me touch him. I did not care. Look, you can be like that. It don't matter where you're from. So I just don't I don't think so. God gave us two arms. One for the flu shot and the other for the COVID shot. Well, oh man, put a hand over my mouth right now. I am literally made of jokes I cannot tell on air. I will so get fined. I have five right now. I just, I just thought of the sixth one. I can't share any of these on air because we'll so get in trouble. It's the person who got mad at me for saying rat's backside is going to Get mad and call up the stations again.
1: Well, you know, Fauci said that uh, apparently it's going to take one COVID shot yearly for the rest of our lives.
0: Why? Let's Who asked two. Hoggle? Who asked him?
1: Well, it's he's, not going to. He's science. What are you, a science denier?
0: I'm a Fauci denier.
1: Oh, well, then you're denying science. I just
0: think if you're going to commit to that, then it should prevent transmission, right?
1: Yes, that's what we would want. Like
0: when you get the chickenpox thing. And I look, like, I don't I don't have a problem with vaccines. When you get the chickenpox thinger, the shot whatever. It prevents you from it's supposed to prevent you from getting chickenpox, right? When you or you get the mumps or the whatever. They it's it's an actual vaccine. This they market it, everything that they say about it, they are like they talk about it like it's a therapeutic, but oh my gosh, if you go and you get ivermectin, how dare you take them horse pills? Isn't that what it... How dare you take them horse pills? Taking that ivermectin. They run it down because, I don't know, my guess is they don't make bank on it.
1: No, that's exactly what it is. FDA even, I think the tweet is still out there where the FDA says, you are not a horse. Don't take ivermectin
0: now. What you share with me? You share with me. It says COVID nineteen treatment guidelines, and the weird thing. This is on the official NIH COVID site. Weird that they had all of this. You know, after so long, where they you people were made fun of because um, I got when I we got it. It was right after Christmas. Literally, it was the day after Christmas. Uh, they said that now ivermectin and i'm looking at the it is actually on the website that's pretty crazy if you look on the website i was looking at a screen grab of it but if you actually look on the website ivermectin is used to treat like the symptoms in that and it's on there yep oh yeah Yeah, because my doctor told me that because i just i because i didn't know i mean you hear things and i you know read about i i don't sit there and drink my bacteria tea like kane does and read all through this stuff and my doctor was like, well, you know, you, I'm going to also prescribe you some ivermectin. It's a totally different, you know, dosage and all this other stuff. It's like how steroids are different. Like if you get a steroid for like a sinus infection, it's not the same steroid as these two dudes that I was watching on an old episode of uh, uh, Bar Rescue last night. The the two uh, uh, bros that were totally roided out and they were fighting over their restaurant. It's totally different from the steroids they were on. So... I mean, it's nobody acknowledges that nuance. So they actually have it on their site. It's antiviral therapy because it helps with symptoms. All I know is this. Like when I my first symptoms were, I had such crazy aches and all my joints felt so stiff. I've never experienced that joint stiffness before. And you guys know I crochet because that's my brain yoga. And I couldn't even like hardly hold the hook. And then when I started doing uh, the ivermectin to help treat the symptoms, that absolutely alleviated it. I will fight you all day long on that. Maybe not everybody's experiences are the same, but I will note it's on this. It's on the NIH website now. How interesting! That's crazy. How many? T- how long did were you made fun of? How many times did people make fun of you because you would ask a question about it, or you would ask? You know, well, maybe I should ask my doctor about this. Or people, what? There was people going to Buckeyes, which I don't know if they don't if they have Buckeyes anywhere else outside of like Missouri or some of the like farm or ranch stores. So Buckeyes in where I grew up was before they built the Walmart. There was a Buckeyes, <laughs> and you'd go there and you wanted if you wanted to get feed or anything else, you'd go there and get it. But you could also get other stuff too. Um, and they had a lot of like veterinarian medicine. And some people were like, I'll just I'm gonna go to Buckeyes and ask. Can you just give me whatever dosage? You know, doctors are prescribing and apparently there were some there were a lot of farm stores like that that would do that and it's crazy because you didn't hear people you know dying by the dozens because ivermectin and all this stuff you didn't hear it but everybody was made fun of they used it like class warfare they made fun of every all those stupid hicks everybody taking ivermectin they think it cures it no one ever said that it cured anything they were just saying that what it did was alleviate symptoms The same way they are describing the injection now. Maybe it's a Nordstrom injection. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X Firearms Training System is a no-ammo, all-electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a a weapon light, and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven, real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's Mantis. X.com.
1: And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's quick five brought to you by Caltech.
0: Remember one of these stories, maybe more is fake. So Kim Kardashian is going to start her own private equity company. It was written up in the wall street journal this week. Uh, who her partner in the venture, Jay Sammons used to be in charge of something that I don't care. Uh, they're starting a firm called sky with two ks partners and the investments in sectors including consumer products hospitality luxury digital commerce the media consumer media and entertainment so there you go man all that from a sex tape that's crazy uh let's see biden says he worked in the civil rights movement and one time they even let him man the fire hose coming out of uh What? what yeah remember one of these stories all of them may be real uh, he said that he fought uh, in numerous speeches he's talked about how he fought in the civil rights movement no joke he says and at one time they even let him man the fire hose and blast protesters. What? I'm just one of these I'm just going to say uh, Putin and Xi Jinping are going to meet in Uzbekistan next week says an official by the way one of these stores may have a hat tip to babylon b also uh the meeting is going to be at the shanghai cooperation organization a political economic and security forum that china and russia dominate comes at delicate times for both leaders they're going to come together and then laugh about biden i would you know imagine just you know just wondering uh also biden's health and human services director is encouraging everyone to sit and urinate to be more inclusive I wouldn't need and like that one as much sounds real, sounds real. yeah In uh, Amsterdam at a phobia clinic because those things exist I mean they do I guess you know good for them uh, they said that they are seeking an employee to vomit on command they want they want an employee who can vomit at will so far an actual hundred a number of people a hundred of them have shown an interest in the position I guess they're treating phobias to this stuff and they need someone to do that that's like, you know, pretty crazy. And apparently, contact lenses may soon replace our phone screens. This is a big no for me. Engineers at Mojo Vision are turning out prototypes of a smart contact lens, stuff with tiny circuits, batteries, and one of the world's smallest displays. Never real? get away from Twitter. Is that real? Yeah, that one, that may, may be real. I don't know. One of these or more may not be real. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Now, the European Parliament, the EU, they're going to vote on a bill uh, that's going to eliminate most of the industry subsidies and prohibit countries from burning whole trees to meet their clean energy targets. They say only energy from wood waste like sawdust would qualify as renewable and thus be eligible for subsidies. (laughs) You see the problem with that, Kane? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. But now... A bunch of these European governments, they say, OK, now is not the time to meddle with this very important in- energy industry because they're pointing to the to the to the uh, Nord Stream 1 pipeline. Oh, sorry. The Nordstrom was Jean-Pierre. calls Jean-Pierre called it. They said that because of all of that is in jeopardy, they said that we absolutely have to be able to burn this for for energy. So there have been protesters out in the streets. French authorities have already warned of rolling blackouts this winter. Yeah. And all of these, there's a bunch of internal documents that the press got a hold of. And they show that in Central Europe and in a bunch of these Nordic countries in particular, that they're really, really pushing to keep these wood subsidies going. Scientists were like, we told you so. But- what? I, Latvia said that there's going to be a negative impact On investment and in businesses Denmark said you know these need to be left To each individual government um, All of this they, And the EU is like well we've been a leader In setting green policies really though Because now look what's happening I mean this is one of the stupidest things You're, you're going through Your lumber The EU required countries To meet these stupid renewal, Renewable energy totally arbitrary targets while Russia decides to cut off their exports. Oh my gosh. I, I just can't. And so this is what they've been doing in the name of (laughs) grain. In the name of grain. I really want to be able to share that image, but I can't Kane. You can't put stuff in Slack that I can't share. Of course I can. Oh my gosh.
1: But, um, just, There you go. If you're talking about scientists and all that, you know, um, I just have a science Mm -hmm. question. Mm -hmm. What do plants breathe?
0: Uh, Okay, that would be carbon dioxide.
1: That is true. Carbon dioxide. So why are we worried about carbon dioxide?
0: It's what plants crave.
1: (laughs) Totally is. So (laughs) it's not green if you're going to cut off the breathing of plants.
0: Mm. That's true
1: it's it's mind-boggling this
0: is but but see they wanted to the eu was like well we came up with the paris accord so now we're going to try to comply with it and so to comply with it everybody started burning wood to get away from coal and <laughs> now look at it what, else do? <laughs> what are you gonna do oh so they so they they went after this what is it this is there a sawdust industry or is it just a pellet industry i don't know big sawdust i don't know <laughs> big pellet i
1: had a dresser made of sawdust back in the 90s
0: oh my gosh so i i mean if they're if they're making everybody go back to sawdust isn't the whole reason they started burning the trees is because the amount of sawdust was insufficient
1: yeah but also how do you get sawdust is the thing
0: well, the sawdust fairies bring it. I mean, obviously.
1: It's not dust. From Nordstrom? Right. It's not dust from a saw that's been sitting for a year. That's <laughs> not how it works.
0: Boy, a lot of people are going to have to start like buying some Ikea. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. Man, I don't want to give anybody ideas, but I'm just saying, you know that's going to happen. Well, if we subsidize Ikea, right. people just buy you know, the Ikea furniture, then we'll...
1: This is the problem when government gets involved in stuff?
0: Yeah. So Complete the, logic because the a, So they're like, we're going to subsidize sawdust and pellets. Oh my gosh, there's not enough sawdust or sawdust to make the pellets. So let's just go after the whole trees. So then let's go after the old growth. And then went, oh my gosh. So they're, for Green Utopia, they're eating their forests. This is how ridiculous this is. I was actually surprised to see this in the New York Times.
1: It's his life mission to make bad
0: decisions.
1: (laughs) It's time for Florida Man.
0: Today's exciting installment of Florida Man comes courtesy of Channel 10 Tampa Bay. Headlined, Gator Got My Arm. Man survives three days lost in the woods after an alligator attack. For real. Eric Murta said he was swimming in Lake Manatee. That's your first problem. When a gator bit his arm off. He said he survived three days in the swamp after the attack. We're hearing from this survivor for the first time ever. He says he's still adjusting to life with one arm. He said he's swimming in Lake Manatee. I mean, there's been a half dozen gator attacks this season around the Tampa Bay area. He goes, he goes, quote, not the smartest decision a Florida boy could make. You think? He said he got lost in the woods on July 17th at Lake Manatee Fish Camp in Micah City. When he found the lake, he's like, I'm going to swim across. I'm not going to walk around it. Now, here's the thing that gets me. He He knows that there's gators in the water. Almost as soon as he gets in the water, he notices there's a gator on his right hand side. So I went to swim. Wait, what? Did you think you were going to out swim the gator? He goes, heard his direct quote. So I look over and there's a gator on my right hand side. So I went to swim and she got my forearm. So I grabbed her like this and she's trying to roll, but she snapped her head. So my arm went backwards like this completely. And he said the alligator dragged him underwater three times. He said she already got my arm. So when we came up the third time, she finally did her death roll and took off my arm with it. That's just where his story begins. He says he swam back to where he started and began to walk and wander and scream for help. Bones poking out, muscles. He goes, if I try to move my fingers, you could see it twitching. He spent three days trying to find his way out of the swamp. He said he followed the sun and power lines, stuff he could see. On day three, he stumbled on a fence and the man on the other side. He says, quote, I said a gator got my arm. Holy smokes, man, Meredith exclaimed. <laughs> I love the way this guy tells the story. Look, my family's in Florida This would be a cousin of mine He said the first thing First thing Merida wanted was water And then he was on a stretcher Headed to Sarasota Memorial Hospital They had to amputate the majority of his right arm Florida Fish and Wildlife reported his attack on July 21st He says he's trying to adjust to this new normal He goes, do not feed the gators And you guys know who you are Throwing rocks at him I've seen it on job sites Leave them gators alone, he warns Wise words from Mr. Eric Merida We're glad he's okay but man, imagine being like, I'm a racist skater. It's <laughs> kind of what it sounds like. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. And to me, a, a sort of 21st century conservative, what jumps out is the question of how the postmodern uh, departure that comes on the hills of the Enlightenment and people suddenly stop believing uh, in the absolute truth of Christianity in the West. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.